How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to DC. going on dmv you know who it is youngest in charge movement Linnell willingham here with you live and local on the team 980 and always streaming live nationally on the free odyssey app ride with me as i take you up to three o'clock on this wednesday edition of the burgundy and gold today fresh off their bye week the commanders getting ready to hit the practice field in about 10 or so minutes Getting ready for round two against the New York football giants. Prime time. Under the lights. Sunday night football at FedEx Field. And what essentially is a playoff game for the Burgundy and Gold. And that's really what gets me excited. I don't know if you can tell by the tone of my voice. I'm a little bit more pepped up today than usual. It's Wednesday. Boys hitting the practice field. It gets real. The preparation, the real preparation I'll add, for the New York Giants, the Sunday Night Football starts tonight. And like I said, this is essentially a playoff game. For the next four weeks and really for the rest of the season, it is a single elimination tournament for the richest prize in the game. That being the Vince Lombardi Trophy. One thing that I was thinking about that I feel like gives the commanders a little bit of an edge Sunday night is the amount of guys on this roster that have played in big-time football games. When you look at this commander's defense, Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, Cameron Curl, Kendall Fuller, those guys were all a part of that 2020 team who won the NFC East and played in a home playoff game. For Kendall Fuller, he's already got gold. He's already got a Lombardi trophy. He knows the standard of excellence that it takes to achieve that ultimate goal. He's climbed to the mountaintop before, which is why you've seen his play rise to a different level as of late because he knows that's what it takes to get over the hump. On offense, we got guys who have been in this situation before. Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, Wes Schweitzer. And say what you want about him. Taylor Heineke, number four, damn sure knows what it takes as well. He's been here before. 
He knows the sacrifices that you must make at a time like this. It's about putting your body on the line. It's about getting that extra rep in during the week to push yourself over the top. And I know one thing. I expect to see one of the best performances of the year from this football team on Sunday night. And I also expect, I demand actually, now I'm getting demanding, I demand that we see FedEx be reminiscent of the old RFK on Sunday night. Yeah, I said it. Fans out there that claim they love this football team for the ones they say they bleed burgundy and gold to their dead and cold, for the ones who call into this damn show every day thinking that they're an armchair GM, this is for you. Sunday night, this team needs you right now. I said it yesterday. You can say what you want about the quarterback. You can say what you want about the offensive coordinator. You can say what you want about the offensive line. It's all good. But mark my words. This group is on the brink of something special. And they need you all out there to help them get over the hump Sunday night. We've seen this team crumble in the face of prosperity in previous years. It's nothing new, right? We've seen it happen before. When all the marbles are on the line, we've seen this team come up small in multiple situations. Guess what? Not this group. Not this group. Not the 2022 version. I don't remember the last time I've had this amount of confidence in a group before. And look, it wasn't pretty to start the season, but guess what? They've earned it. Every time this team has had their backs up against the wall, for the most part, outside of that Minnesota Vikings game, they've rose to the occasion. Every single time. Chicago game, coming up with a defensive stand when you needed it the most. The Green Bay Packers game, guys on offense making plays when they absolutely needed to. The Colts game, giving it their all until literally the very final whistle. And guess what? After about the last eight, nine weeks, that's what I've come to expect from this group. They went into enemy territory and slayed Goliath on Monday Night Football in front of a damn nationally televised audience. That's who this team is. That's what I've come to expect now. And guess what? It's the standard. This is what we expect right now. This team is on a heater, and it's time we all embrace everything that they're doing. Because like I said, Sunday night at Choke Crib, FedEx, primetime, the only game that's going to be on the television, they need you. They need you, straight up. This is my rallying cry to the Burgundy and Gold Nation. We need you. We need you Sunday night at FedEx Field. We need you to pack the stands. I need you there early tailgating. And I need you rough and rowdy for three and a half hours. This team, like I said, is on the brink of something special. And I'd be damned if us as a fan base didn't do our part to push this team over the hump. I'd be damned if as a fan base, we let the group down. Remember early on in the season, all you all would call into this damn show thinking you know every goddamn thing? And you said the team let you down. Don't let them down this week. That's it. They need you more than ever. I remember week four when people are calling in, complaining about the defense. When are they going to get turned around? How can we fix this thing? And now look at us. Now look at us. 7-5-1 with every 
last one of our goals right in front of our face. I'll say it again. This is my rallying cry to the Burgundy and Gold faithful. This team, like I said, is on the brink of something special, something spectacular, something extraordinary. They need you the most right now, and I hope Sunday night at FedEx Field, you're there. Like I said, every time this year that this team's back has been up against the wall, they've come out swinging on the other side of it. That's what we begin to expect now from this group. It is the new standard here for the Burgundy and Gold. We always want to ask the question, what's the identity of this football team? There's a bunch of ways to describe it. Just make sure you don't leave out a group full of tough asses who have a no-quit mentality. That's it. That's all. I know it isn't always perfect, but their shortcomings, let me tell you what, the shortcomings won't be because of a lack of effort, I'll tell you that. Sunday night can't get here fast enough. I'm telling you. I'm ready to strap it up right now. I would run through a wall right now for the Washington Commanders. I've never been this souped up and this gassed up for my football team. It's different. It's got all the feels of 2012 with Bobby Three Sticks. It feels the same way. I was geeked up for him too. I'll say it again, man. Look, you might as well record this and clip this off, Eminem. This is my rallying cry to the 2022 Washington Commanders fan base. Sunday night, FedEx, nationally televised, lights are the brightest. They need you, straight up. And if this group, if this group lets us down, then maybe next week, maybe next week I'll have a completely different tone. But as for right now, I'm as bought in as I've ever been. Like I said, I know it isn't always perfect, but the shortcomings of this group damn sure won't be because of a lack of effort. And I can tell you that. All right, let me relax. I'm sweating. Eminem, we got to get the temperature turned up in here, clearly, or turned down in here. I'm hot, sweating, sweating through my fashion over men's. Look, we're just getting started here on this Wednesday edition of the Burgundy and Gold today. I had to get that off my chest before we started. My rally cry to the Commanders fan base. If you heard me, you heard me. If you didn't, well, you're deaf. Look, we'll have some help getting ready for the Giants. Joining us at 1 o'clock, Commanders insider Ben Standing. From The Athletic, always a good time catching up with Ben. Uh, we'll take his temperature on the burgundy and gold heading into Sunday Night Football. He's actually out at the practice facility right now. The boys on the practice field will get the latest on the injury situation. Uh, we'll hear from head coach Ron Rivera before the show is over as well. Uh, but as we do every day here on the burgundy and gold today, it's your show. Tap in with me one of two ways. MGM, excuse me, Team 980 listener lines wide open, 301 230 0980. You can tweet at me as well at N E L L underscore BTP. We'll take a spin around the National Football League uh, with national NFL writer for SB Nation, Mark Schofield, uh, at 2 o'clock. When we get back, though, we'll take a little bit of a deeper dive into the commander's injury situation heading into Southern Night Football against the New York Giants. Biggest game of the year. Who's in and who's out? We'll tell you next. It's Team 980. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Youngest in charge, moving Liddell Willingham. Take you up to 3 o'clock here on this Wednesday edition of the Burgundy and Gold today. Like I said at the start, it's a Wednesday. First day out on the practice field for the Burgundy and Gold. The injury situation, though, something to monitor here moving forward. As we all know, the huge Sunday night football showdown, I'm calling it a single elimination playoff game uh, Sunday night at FedEx Field. And the health of some of, the, some of these key commanders – uh, it's going to be important uh, in determining the outcome uh, of Sunday Night Football. When you take a look at this commander's injury situation heading into this weekend, initially, when I heard some of the names that were on the injury report heading into this week, I was alarmed. I was stunned. Caught me off guard a little bit. Now, I've learned, clearly, based off of what happened in week one, <laughs> with Cam Curl missing, Derek Forrest obviously coming to the rescue and the rest was history, but I've learned, though, and we saw it last weekend against the Giants. While this team is hot right now, while this team is playing some of their best football of the season, in order to get into the postseason, you need a couple of things to happen for you. You need to get a little bit of luck on the injury side, and you got to control the controllables. This weekend, controlling the controllables means beating the New York Giants. Now, going into this weekend's game against the New York Giants, we still don't know who exactly is going to be available and unavailable. Here's head coach Ron Rivera yesterday talking about the commander's injury situation heading into we'll this see week. How, we'll see how he um, how he progresses. He has he had a good day of uh, of treatment and work today, so uh, that was a huge plus from what I was told. 
we'll see how it goes. Um, but he is uh, progressing in the right direction as of today. Um, as far as Montez Sweat and James Smith-Williams are concerned, uh, they're still in the protocol. They've progressed uh, to where uh, they're, they're going through the steps and they're progressing near the end of it. As long as things continue to trend in the right direction, we should have them back out on the practice field, hopefully by tomorrow or Thursday. Uh, Cosme had an ankle sprain. He'll continue to get his treatment. We'll see how he is uh, a little later today when we do our walkthrough, um, and we'll see how he how he handles that tomorrow morning. Uh, Jamin had a procedure on his thumb, um, and he should be fine. I know he's got an exam tomorrow just to make sure everything went well with the procedure. Uh, and then Antonio will continue with the uh, treatment with the uh, foot issue. We'll monitor it. Uh, Trey, this was good timing for a buy for him. He got a lot of rest and treatment on, on, on his leg, so he should be fine. Uh, we should see him out on the walkthrough today, and we'll see how he is tomorrow morning. And the chase has continued to progress. Uh, he did a lot of work these last few days and has had some really good days and seems to be pretty confident, and we'll see how he progresses. But uh, he's he is trending in the right direction. That is Washington Commanders head coach Ron Rivera talking about the injury situation heading into this week's work getting prepared for the New York Giants. A couple of interesting names on that list. Uh, for those of you who are confused, the first person he was talking about on that list uh, was second-year quarterback Benjamin St. Juice. He's missed the last two games uh, with a mid-ankle sprain. Uh, we'll actually have uh, an official re- injury report from today's practice session coming up later on in the show. The guys on the field right now, Ron Rivera, set to speak to the media uh, in the 1 o'clock hour. We'll get you that live if we can, and if not, we'll get it to you on a recording as soon as we got it. But when you look at the, some of the guys that Ron Rivera was speaking about, Benjamin St. Juice dealing with the ankle injury, obviously Washington's depth in the secondary, not what they'd like it to be. Uh, his emergence and his story really is one of the true special things, I would say, uh, about this recent stretch of hot play. Washington's 6-1-1 one one in their last eight games, and a lot of that has to do with the play and emergence of Benjamin St. Juice at the outside corner spot, him not being there, him not being there uh, is interesting because they need him straight up. I mean, it's not really much of a secret. They definitely could use uh, his presence out there at the outside corner in the first game against the Giants. Uh, we saw them give rookie cornerback Christian Holmes the start at the outside corner spot. Eventually, they end up sending him to the bench in place of Danny Johnson, uh, who came in and gave them just really steady play uh, at that spot. Danny Johnson, a veteran, has been around the block before. Position flex that Ron Rivera loves, can play the inside corner, can play the outside corner. Uh, But really, Danny Johnson becomes more important in this situation as well because he's one play away from being pressed into duty or could be listed as the starter for this weekend, depending on the health of Benjamin St. Juice moving forward. When you talk about Benjamin St. Juice and his impact on the defense, the Take Command podcast had some interesting things to say. Here are those folks talking about the play of Benjamin St. Juice over this stretch. Regardless, like they've got to get St. Juice back. Um, and it, it it is a reminder of how thin they are in the secondary that yeah. they cannot afford to lose Fuller or St. Juice. because uh, otherwise they are they are dancing, skating, whatever, on the thinnest of ice. Yeah, I think um, that's a hundred percent true, and I'm glad you mentioned Fuller because if he, either one of those guys has any yeah. type of injury where they have to miss time, like 
you know, I think Christian Holmes is a good football player. I think he's done a great job on special teams. And I think he's got some physical tools that get you excited for his upside. But he has not played great in his time as the starter, right? And I think um, he's a young football player. That's to be expected. But, uh, you know, Danny Johnson's done a good job stepping in in spot duty. But he's not he's not Kendall Fuller and he's not Benjamin St. Juice. So, and there's a reason that they have moved Bobby McCain to nickel, right? Is because they are... I don't want to say they doubt him as a coverage player. I think they have a lot of faith in him, but um, I think they feel like Bobby was doing a better job. And I think Bobby has done a better job. So, um, you know, you really have two starting caliber corners than everybody else who's kind of a rotational special teams type of piece. And it really makes it tough, I think, to to walk that margin of error. And again, in terms of roster construction, everyone says, ooh, you know, look at, look at where they're at, look at the defense. But this is one of those things in the offseason where you're kind of like, everyone was kind of wringing their hands about secondary depth. That is Logan Paulson and Craig Hoffman, the host of the Take Command podcast. Make sure you download that wherever you get your podcast: Google Play Store, Apple Podcast app, wherever you get it. Uh, make sure to check the fellas out. You could also check them out on YouTube as well. Just type in Odyssey's Take Command. They gave you a lot of good nuggets there on the lack of depth, really, in Washington secondary. And while this group has played tremendous, really, dating back to week five of the season, as you saw really last weekend against the Giants, not so much against in, in the Falcons game, while they are, well, it does seem like the secondary is now finally solidified for the first time in years, the depth is still an issue. Uh, the depth is definitely still an issue. That's why the health of Benjamin St. Juice moving forward really could have a huge impact on whether or not Washington eventually makes the postseason. And it's crazy to be talking about Benjamin St. Juice in this light because entering the season, there was a lot of, Skepticism as to how big of a role he would play. Could he stay healthy? Uh, how would they use him? Initially in training camp, when I was out there, he was lining up as the commander's primary slot corner. Uh, obviously, they had some they had some shortcomings on the outside corner spot with William Jackson the third. He's now a Pittsburgh Steeler, but the ability of Benjamin St. Juice to come in and provide this impact right away is huge, and it really helped the growth and maturation process uh, of this defense. Some other names that were listed by Ron Rivera. Uh, in that injury report from yesterday. Montez Sweat and James Smith-Williams, those two guys uh, were in the concussion protocol. Now, listening to the tone and demeanor of Ron Rivera when talking about those two guys and their availability, it sort of seems like uh, he's expecting them to be ready to go on Sunday. But when it comes to those two guys, uh, it's huge whether or not they have them or not. They're already kind of thin, in my opinion, at that position anyway uh, because Chase Young's not out there. But Montez Sweat and James Smith-Williams have done a tremendous job uh, holding down the edge of this commander's defense all season long. So not having them would obviously uh, be a huge blow, especially in a game where you're going against Daniel Jones. So you hope their health moving forward uh, isn't a problem. Sam Cosby, another interesting one. He's dealing with an ankle sprain. Washington's depth uh, in the interior of that offensive line has been tested all season long. Uh, Sam Cosby, the second year, I don't even want to call him a tackle. Second-year guard tackle out of the University of Texas, like I said, has played both the guard and the tackle spot this season. Uh, they've had some real success when they've kicked him inside the guard. He's somebody that's got tremendous play strength and really is a mover of men in the running game. And I think based off based off their recent stretch of play and this newfound identity, identity that they have offensively, it is vital uh, that Sam Cosme is out there. And it also, you know, having as many healthy linemen available as possible – 
uh, allows Ron Rivera and Coach John Matsko and Scott Turner to shuffle this group up front. Ron Rivera said it uh, on multiple occasions. He said it directly after the Giants game, and then he said it yesterday in his media availability. Right now, when it comes to this commander's offensive line, based on the attrition that they've been dealing with, it's important that they have the best five offensive linemen out there uh, at a time. So it'll be interesting to see who's actually in and who's actually out uh, when it comes to Sunday. We'll get plenty more of information on that uh, coming up later in the show when we get our official commander's injury report. Uh, Jamin Davis is somebody I wanted to touch on real quick as well. Uh, he's been nursing a finger injury. Uh, he's somebody who has been dealing with that for about a month or so now, but it hasn't really hindered his play. The bye week uh, just represented an opportune time for him to go and get that checked out and looked at and you know have some naturally built-in off time and downtime so he can be ready to go uh, when they need him the most come Sunday night. I don't expect his availability to be in question at all, but like I said, once again, we'll get official confirmation uh, on who's in and who's out as we progress throughout the show. He mentioned Antonio Gibson as well. Gibson's been nursing that toe injury uh, ever since Houston week, I believe. Uh, he suffered that injury in the game against Philadelphia, but he ended up returning in that one. Uh, that toe injury is something that's been nagging Antonio Gibson uh, really throughout this stretch run. Uh, and Antonio Gibson, as tough as they come, uh, has been doing the proper things and getting the right treatment to make sure he's ready to go come game day. Uh, I wonder if his lack of involvement during the week has anything to do with his lack of involvement on game days. It really seems like Brian Robinson has taken over as this football team's lead back. Uh, so that injury situation will be something to monitor moving forward as well. Trey Turner nursing a leg injury. Uh, he did not play uh, in the first game against the New York Giants. So getting him back uh, for this this round two matchup would be huge. He's somebody who, since he's gotten healthy, and I know he's injured right now, <laughs> but since he's gotten healthy is really been one of the key cogs in Washington's success in the run game. They're running behind big number 53 a hell of a lot. He's done a really nice job working these duo blocks that they've been hitting really hard to get this type of uh, production out of the running game, doing a nice job double-teaming his man and then moving up, working up to the second level, guys, trying to take on linebackers and safeties. I say all that to say Trey Turner, a huge part of this commander's offensive line and, and the offense as a whole, based off of the style of play, uh, that they've gone with here in the last eight weeks. They need, like Ron Rivera said, their best five offensive linemen on the field. I think when you ask that question, who is the best five, uh, you can't go too far without name-dropping Trey Turner. He's definitely someone uh, who will be sorely missed if he has to miss again uh, on Sunday against the Giants. A uh, break that Washington got when they played the Giants. Leonard Williams, their star-studded interior defensive tackle, had to miss the second half of that game. Uh, against the New York Giants the first time around. Uh, he actually ended up sitting out the entirety of the Philadelphia Eagles game last weekend. Obviously, Giants got boat raced by Philadelphia. Uh, but Leonard Williams and his status will be interesting to see. Uh, I wonder if that impacts what Washington does up front at the guard spot. Uh, do they go with Cosme? Do they go with Trey Turner? Do they line up Wes Schweitzer? A lot of questions to be asked along that commander's offensive line. I want to hear from you guys, though, on this. Of the guys currently banged up, who would be missed the most Sunday? Cosme, Turner, Montez Sweat, James Smith-Williams, Benjamin St. Juice. Let me know. Team 980 listener lines wide open. 301-230-0980 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BCP. When we come back, I'll tell you what I think. Of the guys currently banged up, who would be missed the most Sunday against the New York Giants? Don't go anywhere. This is Team 980. 
Burgundy and Gold today here on the Team 980. Always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. We'll have a couple guests stop by before we get out of here at 3 o'clock. Top of the 1 o'clock hour, Ben Standing, Commander's Insider for the Athletics, set to join the program. He's actually out in Ashburn right now. Uh, so it'll be interesting to hear uh, from Ben on the Commander's injury situation moving forward. We'll hear from head coach Ron Rivera later on in the show as well. 2 o'clock, Mark Schofield, national NFL writer for SB Nation, will hop on with us to take a spin around the entire National Football League as we get ready to enter week number 15. Damn, we already hit week number 15. It's crazy we've gotten this far uh, already, but a hell of a season, obviously. Here locally, it's really just getting started for us. The Commanders, 6-1-1 in their last eight games and really starting to ratchet things up here and show why they belong. A big part uh, of this recent stretch of good play for Washington has been the play on the field has been spectacular, for one. But then for two, they've had a lot of luck with the injury situation. But heading into round two's matchup with the New York Giants, clearly uh, Washington potentially may not be a good strength, at full strength, excuse me. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who's eventually in and who's eventually out. Of the guys that are currently banged up, I just went through them. Benjamin St. Juiced, Montez Sweat, Sam Cosme, Trey Turner, Jamin Davis, Antonio Gibson. Of those guys that I just lift, just listed, who would be missed the most Sunday against the New York Giants? I'm going to start with Sam Cosme and Trey Turner, and here's why. Like I said earlier, I think the plan uh, for offensive line coach John Matsko and offensive coordinator Scott Turner up front should be to start Wes Schweitzer at center. So if Trey Turner or Sam Cosby misses, you'd have to plug Wes Schweitzer back in at guard, leaving you to do the unthinkable, and that's starting Nick Martin uh, at the center spot. It's no personal dig or shot uh, at Nick Martin. Just the last time that we saw him in the lineup, it wasn't, wasn't pretty, not to say the least. I mean, he really, really struggled going back to that game against the Tennessee Titans. I mean, when, when it comes to rolling the ball back to the quarterback, not calling out the protections correctly. I mean, there were a lot of things that went wrong uh, for Nick Martin during his first stint uh, with the Washington Commanders and really being a starter for this football team. When it comes to putting your best five linemen on the field, I think having Trey Turner and Sam Cosby gives you more flexibility and more options, so to speak, as to what five you want to roll out there. I'll say this too. Because of the identity that you've adopted, I would say the offensive line right now is the most important position group on this entire football team, not just in the run game, but in the passing game as well. They've shown when they're humming and they're at their best, this offense can move the ball in between the 20s with the best of them. I believe the stat that I gave off yesterday, since Taylor Heineke has taken over, Washington is eighth in the NFL in, in yards between the 20s. So they're doing a damn good job in between the 20s. It's just about finishing off drives in the red zone, scoring touchdowns instead of kicking field goals. One way that'll help you do that and make life a lot easier for you offensively is if you're healthy. So I think the health of Sam Cosby and Trey Turner moving forward may end up dictating whether or not this group makes the postseason or not. When you talk about Sam Cosby, I think he's even more important than Trey Turner, and here's why. The position flexibility. They're using him at guard. You've seen him rotate with Cornelius Lucas at tackle. So clearly, he has a skill set that really nobody else on this roster could duplicate. There is nobody else on this roster that this coaching staff 
has shown the comfortability with to play at guard and at tackle. So the health of Sam Cosby moving forward uh, is going to be pivotal. Even when the offensive line situation was at its finest point, uh, dating back a few weeks ago, he's been rotating at tackle with Cornelius Lucas. So clearly there is there's a newfound sense of urgency up front to get, like Ron Rivera said, your best five out there. Part of that plan uh, was having Sam Cosby or Cornelius Lucas rotate. Uh, how long that lasts will be interesting to see. Uh, I personally think Cornelius Lucas has done a serviceable job uh, at the tackle spot since he's been inserted. And when I say serviceable, I don't want that to be misconstrued uh, as some type of negative comment. Cornelius Lucas has held his own nine times out of ten, really. And it's really been one of the bright spots of this commander's offensive line. And look, we know this group gets a lot of flack because of their importance to the game plan and their miscues that they've had this year. But when you look at it from a personnel standpoint, I don't think, and there's no offense to anybody on the roster, I don't think this offensive line of the commanders is oozing with talent, right? So clearly, once again, offensive line coach John Matsko continuing to get the most out of his guys, no matter who they line up out there. Uh, that's huge, and it speaks a lot to his ability to coach, man. Uh, during training camp, you got to see firsthand just how hard that group works. And during this stretch of eight games, it's shown, man, they have lived and died by the success of this offensive line, whether it's their ability to create holes in the run game or, or create clean pockets for Taylor Heineke. Them succeeding and them playing well uh, means really good things uh, for, the, for the prospects of this offense and the entire team for that matter. I've said it multiple times. It'd be a crime. It would be organizational malpractice for this offense to not play at least average, right? I said this is a rare group and is a special group, and they're on the brink of something that we haven't seen before because of how well they're playing on defense. All it would take, in my opinion, for this team to go on a late-season run and not just win one postseason game but multiple potentially is if this offense can somewhat catch up to the level of this defense. And when I say somewhat catch up, look, I don't need them to be a top-five offense. I just need middle of the pack. Average is all I've been asking for because the way this defense is playing, you get average production out of your offense, you're cooking with hot grease. I mean, this is a group on the outside at the skill position groups, running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, they got them. I would stack this group up against the best in the entire National Football League. This is a unit. This is a unit that is loaded with talent. It's about getting the most out of them. And I think moving forward, that's what the story and the narrative is going to be. Montez Sweat. Him missing this game would be huge as well, just based on his pass rush juice uh, and the production that he's got uh, in terms of sack numbers uh, over the last eight weeks. We've seen Montez Sweat take his game to another level. It's also super important that he plays, and it'd be a huge loss if he didn't, uh, because of the quarterback that you're going against. Daniel Jones, mobile guy, has turned into the second coming of Randall Cunningham every time we've played them. You need all your horses up front and ready to hunt. Straight up. I mean, it doesn't get more simple than that. Having your defensive front be as healthy as possible is the best way to try to slow down this New York Giants offense. Daniel Jones, though, Ron Rivera mentioned it uh, after the first Giants game. The key with Daniel Jones and limiting him is doing it from the outside of the football game, right? Take that idea and that play out of their playbook from Jump Street. Stuff it to the point where they don't have confidence running it 
And I think that was the difference in the last matchup. You constantly saw them be able to go back to that read option look. We saw them running some of the the, the sprint out action. So getting them out of that and, and maintaining gap integrity and rushing with discipline and as one unit uh, definitely will help your cause. Having Montez Sweat just makes that task uh, a hell of a lot easier. Benjamin St. Juice, I, I hit on him in the opener and his importance uh, to the turnaround of this Washington defense. Clearly, we saw the impact of BSJ missing the last Giants game. Look, Daniel Jones and this Giants passing offense is limited, but the depth behind the two top corners for Washington is spotty at best. And that's no shot uh, at Danny Johnson. That's no shot at Christian Holmes. I think it really just speaks to how well Kendall Fuller and Benjamin St. Juice have been playing. I mean, honestly, these are two guys that confidence right now has got to be sky high, especially for Kendall Fuller, someone who started off the season rough, wasn't pretty by any stretch of the imagination, felt like he was getting picked on, uh, actually. But to see him turn it around, excuse me, you can only imagine the confidence uh, that that's given him. And you see it reflected uh, in his play on the field as the pick six against the Texans. Uh, You see him making play and play game in and game out. He has the game-winning interception against the Atlanta Falcons. Clearly, Kendall Fuller has flipped a switch, so to speak, and it all starts with confidence for him. Not having Benjamin St. Juice, I think, makes Kendall Fuller's life a little bit more difficult. Uh, Right now, I wouldn't say Washington has a true number one corner, so to speak. I think it's a 1A and 1B when it comes to Kendall Fuller and Benjamin St. Juice. Clearly, though, not having Benjamin St. Juice, I'll go out on a limb and say, might not be the most important loss for Washington, but it's damn sure up there. To answer the question, though, of the guys currently banged up, who would be missed the most Sunday against the New York Giants? I got to go with the offensive line guys, Sam Cosme and Trey Turner. Here's why. Washington and Ron Rivera said it, and I've said it multiple times here already. Their goal right now offensively should be to put their best five linemen out on the field at a time. Based off of the newfound identity that you've adopted, based on this new style of play, the offensive line to me is the most important position on the field. Not having as many guys to go to as possible hurts your depth, and it hurts what type of different combinations you can play with up front. I know this. If this football team has to roll Nick Martin out at center uh, from the outset of the game against the New York Giants, they may be in trouble. This is no shot at Nick Martin. I just think Wink Martindale and the scheme that they run defensively does such a good job creating a numbers advantage along the offensive line. And they do a nice job creating confusion uh, along the offensive line. And Nick Martin hasn't been here that long. I believe they signed him the week of the Chicago Bears game. He hasn't been here that long. We all know the importance of the center in this offense when it comes to calling out protections and getting guys lined up properly. You saw it in the last meeting against the Giants. Wink Martindale, on a consistent basis, found a way to get free rushers off the edge. And it's not like they're creeping down a safety uh, uh, or, or a cornerback off the edge. It was Kayvon Thibodeau coming free off of the edge. You saw it uh, in the hit in overtime. Taylor Heineke uh, able to bite the bullet and not fumble. But, man, you, you see it time in and time again uh, in that last meeting against the Giants. Washington just really struggled to get things going up front. And it's crazy because Taylor Heineke still eventually ends up throwing for 275 yards. But it felt like before fourth quarter in that overtime session, 
Washington's passing game was really limited. And a lot of that had to do with the pressure that Taylor Heineke was under. Having Sam Cosby and Trey Turner, I think, provides you with more options up front to really eventually put your best starting five offensive line combination on the field. And in a playoff game, damn near, Sunday night against the uh, New York Giants, you need your best five out there uh, along this offensive line. I want to hear from you guys on this, though. Team 980 listener lines wide open. 301-230-0980 is the number here on the Burgundy and Gold today. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BCP. Of the guys currently banged up, Benjamin St. Juice, Sweat, Cosme, Turner, Jamin. Of the guys currently banged up, who would be missed the most Sunday if they couldn't go against the New York Giants? We'll take your calls next. This is Burgundy and Gold today. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Burgundy Gold today right here on the Team 980. Always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Youngest in charge, Wubin Linnell Willingham. Riding with you till 3 o'clock. Right now, injuries. The topic of conversation uh, when it comes to the Burgundy and Gold today. I listed a couple of guys who were nicked up heading into this work week for the Washington Commanders. Benjamin St. Juice dealing with an ankle injury. Montez Sweat and James Smith-Williams. Both of their edge rushers in the concussion protocol. Sam Cosme dealing with an ankle sprain. Trey Turner dealing with a leg injury. Jamin Davis having finger surgery over the bye week. Uh, And Antonio Gibson still nursing that toe injury that he's been dealing with for the last month or so. Question is for you guys out there on the Team 980 listener lines. 301-230-0980. You can tweet at me as well. At N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Of some of the guys I just listed, who would be missed the most Sunday against the New York Giants? I went with the offensive lineman because of the success of this running game and the way that it's taken off here in the past eight weeks. A lot of that's been predicated on the health of this commander's offensive line. A lot of that's been predicated on the continuity that they've been able to have up front. Uh, Right now, heading into Sunday's game against the New York Giants, Sam Cosme potentially going to be questionable. Trey Turner uh, potentially could miss. And we still don't know if Wes Schweitzer has worked his way all the way back. We'll hear from Commanders head coach Ron Rivera later on in the show. Plus, uh, we'll do our official Commanders injury report uh, for week number 15. But right now, I want to hear from you guys. 301-230-0980 is the number here on the Burgundy and Gold today. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Let's go to Ed. Uh, and Springdale wants to happen. What's going on, Ed? Who do you think will be missed the most? Hey, hey, yeah. Thanks so much, uh, Linnell, for taking my call. Of course. I'm going to say uh, St. Juice. Um, you know, and and I hear you about the offensive line. The thing about St. Juice, uh, I'm just looking at the map. Right. He's got 38 tackles. It's not the most. It's like seven most of the team. But he has by far the most solo tackles. And so what that tells me, he's got 31 solo, seven assisted. That tells me that he's tackling players that other people are missing. And the two games that he missed 
were the games where um, where Jones and Mariota they did their thing. They got second level routinely. And how many of those times would have would they have been there for St. Juice to meet them? Not only that, how differently is perhaps the defense playing because they have to make up for the loss of that guy when Juice and and, um, and the rest of the the D-backs uh, were back there. They're like some of the premier uh, uh, defensive backfield in the league. Oh, I agree. Uh, and we saw that. We saw that when he was playing. But with him out, it's it's like a different defense. These quarterbacks are running at will. Yeah, and I, I appreciate your call, man. I, and I agree with what Ed just said. Benjamin St. Juice, his impact, his impact can't be can't be overstated, right? Or can't be understated. The defense in their turnaround, I feel like, is in direct correlation with them moving Benjamin St. Juice to the outside corner. Now, when you talk about them moving him to outside corner, we really like to talk about and focus on his ability in coverage. But as Ed just mentioned, by far the lead in solo tackles right now in, in the secondary. He's somebody who's shown from day one, even back when he was a rookie, he is not afraid to go in stick his face in there and, and mix things up uh, with with offensive linemen, quarterbacks, you name it. He ain't never scared. I'll say that. Benjamin St. Juice uses all six two of that frame to come in with bad intentions, uh, and, and he fills the alleys. What we like to call an alley player uh, from a technical term, man. He does a really nice job in that role, and I just think moving forward, uh, the health of Benjamin St. Juice is going to impact whether or not this team makes the postseason now, he couldn't have gotten injured at a better time, right? You never want to wish an injury upon anybody, but he couldn't have went down at a better time. You miss him for the Falcons game, another offense whose passing game is limited uh, to keep it respectful, right? And then you face the Giants, who are led by Darius Slayton at wide receiver, right? So clearly, uh, Washington has been able to hold their own without having St. Juice in the lineup. Obviously, in that first Giants game, uh, rookie cornerback Christian Holmes Got lost in the sauce, so to speak, is what I'll call it. Uh, I thought personally, the 55-yard game, you all know what I'm talking about. I thought personally, going back and re-watching it, uh, that the receiver was a little bit handsy with him, and it could have been called, uh, but it didn't. You're in New York, you're not going to get those calls. But having Benjamin St. Juice out there, I don't think that play happens. Uh, that's the one thing that Benjamin St. Juice has shown a tremendous skill set with is his ball skills. I mean, the way he tracks the football in the air, his ability to turn his head uh, while maintaining, while, while staying in phase with the wide receiver, I think is special. Uh, he does a really good job using his length. And the thing that Benjamin St. Juice does that I know that they were drilling in these guys' heads, all the DBs, uh, ever since training camp, is playing through the football. And that's something you see all the DBs do uh, on this football team. I just think Benjamin St. Juice right now uh, is doing it at a higher level than everyone else. 301-230-0980 is the number here on the Burgundy and Gold today. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Of the guys currently banged up, who would be missed the most if they had to sit out Sunday night football, big game against the New York Giants? Let's go to Rick in North Carolina. What's going on, Rick? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good, sir. Uh, I, I would say... Uh, even though it looks like he probably will play. But I would say if Jamin Davis is not able to play, I mean, you'd be down your two starting linebackers. I don't think they could they they could fill that hole, not 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 with Hoken and Davis gone now. St. Juice, 
we want them out there. But the Giants, I mean, it's not like they have, you know, the, the receivers that would warrant St. Jude. But I would say Jamin Davis and then uh, then, one, then the, the officer. I mean, if you go with Martin at center and, well, you know, the, Trey well, Turner. Well, Rick, that's the worst-case scenario. I don't, if they have to roll out Nick Martin at center, I don't know if they win the game. <laughs> Well, but Lynette, when, when he first when he first got there and started, did, how many how long was how long was he on the team? Was it only like a week or so or something? It, yeah, right. It wasn't long. I believe the I, first I, game I, he I, played I, was I, against I, Dallas, and then he played the Tennessee game the following week. Yeah, yeah. It was I, I, I would get, I, I, I would you know give him. I mean, it's been about what six games now, so yeah. it shouldn't be as bad as as we appear. But yeah, I would say um, I would say Jamin Davis and. Uh, just a thought, man. I, I I look at you know I know hindsight twenty twenty, but I look right. at the the draft and the whole Carson Wentz thing. How we kind of bungled that whole thing because <laughs> why did you what you you you, you signed Wentz, but and you drafted Jahan Dotson. I, I, I assumed because you had Wentz, you know you wanted another receiver, but look how they looked out. I mean, you, you, Wentz is not even starting. Uh, the second round pick, Mathis, you know, you know, he got hurt. That's not his fault. But right. don't you see we could have filled up uh, you know, that that roster with a with a with a D back or another linebacker or even another offensive lineman. And even I like Brian Robinson, but he wasn't he wasn't wanted a third round pick. You 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 could have got something different. Uh, yeah. You know, not saying that Brian Robinson shouldn't have been drafted at all, but not in the third round. So they kind of you know they kind of it's their own fault that they're not have as much depth as they they should have. What do you think? No, I totally agree with you. Obviously, like you said, the draft is hindsight conversation, but. We've talked about this for the past couple of weeks. And when I played the the Dave Wanstead clip, if this was the style of football that you wanted to play from the outset of the season, your offseason was a failure to me. I mean, bringing in Carson right, Wentz right. at $28 million, letting Eric Flowers go, letting Brandon Sheriff go, none of it makes sense uh, in place of the current philosophy that you're running. Even drafting Jahan Dotson with the first-round pick, hell of a player like we all know, but he's not helping in the running game. Hey, Rick, I appreciate your call, man. We got to exactly. take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll hear from Ben Standing of The Athletic. He'll give us the latest on the Burgundy and Gold, and we'll take his temperature heading into Sunday Night Football's big-time showdown against the New York Giants. All that and more coming up next here on the Burgundy and Gold today. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.